everybody. Welcome to week number three in the National Football League. I'm Quinn McKenzie, the host of the Always 100 podcast, which is live tonight on Blog Talk Radio on blogtalkradio.com. Find the show uh, by going on iTunes and searching Always 100 podcast. Joined tonight, as always, by the esteemed co-host of the Always 100 podcast, my mom, Mona. Hello, mom. How are you? Hey, what's going on? All good. Everything's good. And we're also joined once again by Uncle Trevor. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm great. Ready to talk. Oh. Yeah, well, let's, let's do exactly that. Folks, it's, gonna be, it's, it's just going to be an absolutely loaded show. Uh, so let's get right into it. We're taking you up to Thursday Night Football in Jacksonville. Uh, the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we, we will get to that game in just a minute. But we're going to start by going through all the stuff that's happened this week in the National Football League, and we'll start with the injuries. Oh my goodness! Uh, oh oh my goodness! The injury the injury bug has struck my the injury bug has struck Uncle Trevor. Okay, Ben Roethlisberger for the Steelers. You know, tore, you know I, I think he's having Tommy John surgery. Uh, he's got an elbow problem, and he's done for the year. And with that being said, there goes the Steelers' playoff chances. Also, Drew Brees, thumb injury, because Aaron Donald's humongous hand <laughs> broke a ligament or tore a ligament in Drew Brees' thumb, and the Saints are, if not done, the Saints are in big trouble. Uh, those are the two main ones. Here's just what happened today. Well, I don't know if you heard this, but Josh I'm Rosen. sure I have. Josh Rosen is the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. That's it. He's a starter. So, Good luck as a 23-point favorite. You get Josh Rosen. So, welcome to 3-0. Well, I think we would have been 3-0 regardless. But, um, you know, Dallas doesn't have as much tape on Josh Rosen as they would on Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, they'll just have to do a few adjustments. But, again, the team is still tanking, so it probably won't make much difference. No, I, I, I feel really bad for him. And um, also, the the last thing that happened is Daniel Jones is now the starting quarterback of the New York Giants. Uh, they finally benched Eli, um, and Eli, in typical Eli fashion, handled it with uh, all the class in the world. So Eli Manning deserves a lot of props for that. Um, he's had a really good career, but the Giants have decided to go in another direction and uh, go with Daniel Jones, and he – is going to be on Fox uh, this weekend uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, and that's uh, that's a game. I, nope, that's not a game we're going to talk about, but we will pick that game later in the show. All right, that was the catch you up on the injury bugs. Uh, we're going to start this. We're going to start the Thursday night preview segment of the show now. Uh, big game tonight, Mom. I, uh, Trevor, I don't know about you. Guys, but this is a pretty big game in the AFC South. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans playing tonight on the NFL Network. 
Uh, the Titans are favored by a point and a half. I'll go to Uncle Trevor first, as he hasn't been in in a while. Uh, give us your thoughts on Jaguars, Titans, Thursday night football. I think the game tonight should be shown to everyone who suffers from insomnia. It'll be a, a magic cure. <laughs> Jacksonville. <laughs> Jacksonville. Jacksonville's offense. See, here you go. You starting already. <laughs> well, it's the truth. Oh, no. I mean, Jacksonville's offense makes you cry. That's how bad oh. it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But, oh, but their, defense, their defense is pretty good, so they might, that, that will keep mm. them in the game. And that might, keep it, that might keep them in the game. They're at home. So, I, 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 I know it, it, it should be a very low scoring game tonight. I, uh, uh, maybe um, Tennessee uh, thirteen to twelve, maybe thirteen to very 12. low scoring. Hey, 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 hey Bob, the, the sad, the sad thing is, um, the, the sad thing is, he's probably going to be right about the score too. I'm, I, I, I seriously, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really think, I, I, I honestly don't. Think this game is going to be very close, but I'll, I'll go last. You tell me what, what what are you thinking about tonight's game? Well, I don't think Trevor is giving Gardner Minshew the second enough credit for being able to, you know, go out there and kind of command his team and score more than thirteen points. Um, and actually, because they do have the, the defense, so it's, oh, you said Tennessee's going to win thirteen to twelve? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So. So Jacksonville will score 12 points. I think they can do that solely on their offense, Trev. I, I think that uh, Mr. Minshew, the second, I think he can he can garner that. You know, with with having uh, his wide receivers, but also having Leonard Fournette. I think they can, uh, with some help from the defense, I think they can get to at least 20. So it won't be a complete snooze fest on Jacksonville's side. And I think Mariota and Derrick Henry and crew, I think they have the ability to score more than 13 points collectively. So I think it'll be a little bit more of an interesting game than you give it credit for. But we'll, we will see. Quinn? Look, here, here's, the, here's the bottom line of this game. Both these teams aren't any good, okay? They, they, they both stink as far as I'm concerned, Okay. Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey is about to get traded. Uh, who who knows where? But um, hey, Bob, I don't care what Jalen Ramsey said on draft night. If you're the Dallas Cowboys, trade, give him whatever they want. Get get him on your team, okay? He's really good. You know, hey, if if my if my Patriots got him, could you could you imagine that defense is ridiculous anyway? Could you imagine you add Jalen Ramsey? To that defense with Stephon Gilmore, and you got the both McCordy brothers in the back. You got Stephon Gilmore, who's been terrific, just terrific for us. I mean, that the thought of that is just—I just salivate at the thought of that. But um, as for as for tonight's game, uh, the thirteen to twelve score, Uncle Trevor put down. Yeah, I'm probably like right there with you. Uh, 
I might go a little higher, but I, I think my score is going to be like 17-13. Uh, look, Marcus Mariota is playing for a contract. He's got to show up here. Derek Henry, the last time these two teams played, Derek Henry done decided, you know what, I'm going to stomp these cats into the ground to the tune of like 237 yards and four touchdowns. But like, including like oh, a I hope he does it again run. tonight. Yeah, he needs to do that again tonight for my fantasy team. To, 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 well, Bob, unfortunately for you, I don't think he's going to be going to the tune of 237 yards. That doesn't really happen all that often. I don't know if you know that. But um, I, I just I think this is going to be a very low-scoring game. I, but the, the only way to pick this game is who do you, who do you trust more? Minshew the second or Mariota? Yeah, yeah, that, that's actually a question. You have, you actually have to like ask yourself that. I have no idea. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be an interesting game. But I tell you what, the AFC South. I mean, the Colts actually may not be that bad. Actually, I, I thought the Colts were going to stink, but apparently I was wrong. Okay, the Colts, the Colts aren't actually that bad. And if Houston could ever, ever keep Deshaun Watson upright and not have him, you know, with part, partial bruised lungs and the team's on a plane and the guy's got to take a bus because his lungs going to collapse. I mean, it's just like Houston could ever keep this guy healthy. Houston could probably win that division. So this is a very important ball game in the AFC South very early in the season. So... Um, we're going to pick this game later on uh, during the show, and uh, I'm excited to see what happens. It's going to be a slugfest. But let's transition to talk about the rest of the schedule. Uh, we got eight games on the schedule here that we talked about. Uh, we talked about the Thursday night game. On the schedule, we're going to be talking about Green Bay uh, hosting Denver. Uh, Indy hosting Atlanta, KC and Baltimore, which is the marquee matchup. Uh, and then we're going to hit all the uh, three 425 games in the Sunday night game, Chargers-Houston, Pittsburgh and San Fran, and, and um, New Orleans and Seattle. And then also uh, the Sunday night game, Cleveland and L.A. Rams. So, Let's start with Green Bay and Denver. And, Bob, we're coming to you, the resident Green Bay Packer fan that you are. Go ahead and talk about your favorite team. Why can't they just lose already? <laughs> you know, I, I, I really dislike Minnesota right now. It's like you could have won last week. What are you doing? That that, that game was that, well, that game continue, but that game was begging for Kirk Cousins to show up one time in his life. I mean, just show up, one. Cousins, one time. I mean, the game is begging for you to win. Green Bay is like. I mean, who throws an interception in the end zone? And, well, Kirk Cousins. Does. I mean, I, I, apparently it's him. I was so frustrated. I don't like. I think I text you. I'm like, what is he doing? I was so mad. Yeah, what when I saw are, I'm like, yeah, what, what are uh, you doing? It was. It was just. He was just abysmal. 
that game. And someone mentioned, I believe it might have been Bucky Brooks. I, I'm not exactly sure. But they said, again, Kirk Cousins shows up small in a big game. And, of course, this is a, a division game. And it would have been great for them to be up, you know, within the division or over Green Bay because that's really their main competitor in the division besides Chicago. But they blew it. I mean, they absolutely blew it. And, I mean, Dalvin Cook had a great game, and it all went to, to, for naught. It went to waste because Cousins couldn't get his act together. So, as far as Green Bay uh, and Denver, uh, fortunately, Green Bay is probably a little bit better than I want to give them credit for. Um, looks like Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers are going through their gyrations to get on the same page. And, you know, I think they're working out the kinks, and unfortunately they'll probably work it out so that they may torch uh, Denver this week. Um, although I think it'll be in, in the reverse had Green Bay going to Denver, but since Denver's going to Green Bay, I think it'll be to Green Bay's advantage. I haven't seen enough out of Denver to think that they're going to actually go into Lambeau Field and, and really win the game, unfortunately. Flacco looks bad. We've already discussed how bad he looks just in general, uh, but I don't see a quarterback change happening there. Um, the running back situation is kind of perplexing to me as far as Denver. Philip Lindsay's not really doing anything. I have Royce Freeman. I, I just don't know what they're doing on offense. Um, they almost Denver almost won this past weekend. That was a crazy game, you know, last weekend against Chicago. Didn't, didn't, didn't we call that? Bob, we, I, I, I told you it was going to happen. You were sitting right there next to me. I, I told you. Yeah. I told you it was going to happen. Didn't I tell you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a crazy ending. It was, it was great. I, I mean, I enjoyed watching it, but Denver just came up short. Um, but they, they didn't score enough points, obviously, to win. I mean, their point production has to come up dramatically in order for them to be in these games this year. So, um, that said, uh, I, I don't see Green Bay having much of a problem beating them. And, of course, you know, I hope I'm wrong, but uh, <laughs> I think Rodgers will come up big this week. All right, Uncle Trevor, that was a lot for Mom there. What do you think about Green Bay hosting the Denver Broncos Sunday at 1 o'clock? Yeah, I think Green Bay's defense is better this year, and their offense isn't as good from what I've seen so far. So I can't really see them blowing Denver out. They're the favorite because they're at home. And I think, you know, their pass rush will probably get the flacco a little bit. But yeah, this game be closer than what, you know, many people might think. Because being big offense, they're not as explosive for some reason. Um, I thought they were going to blow Minnesota out last week. But then they just they did nothing for most, like, the last three quarters. So, And they did nothing in the first game against the Bears. So I, their offense isn't as good as it has been in prior years. So I maybe, maybe a touchdown favorite over Denver, touchdown win, field goal. It could be, you know, it could be an upset. I'm just not impressed with their offense right now with Green Bay. And, you know, Flacco, he looked a little bit younger last week. I say he looked like a 60-year-old in week one. He looked, <laughs> looked, about, he looked, about, he looked about 50 last week. Hey, you're giving 50 a bad name. Thank you. <laughs> if he keeps he keep progressing like this, he might be oh, good in the season. Oh, no. Don't give 50 such a bad name. 
If football oh. isn't a bad name. Oh, <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, final one, Uncle Trevor. Green Bay's favorite by eight. Uh, Green Bay's an eight-point favorite against the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos lost in a heartbreaking fashion. I have to be honest with you, I'm not really sure if there was one second left on the clock, uh, but even I guess the Denver clock operator kind of did a rogue uh, clock management on Denver's part, and I told Bob, sitting right there next to her, and I went, I was like, Mom, what's going to happen is they're going to have one second left, and this dude, uh, Eddie Pinheiro, is going to drill this field goal, and they're going to win the ball game. And that's exactly what happened. Like, exactly what happened. It's just crazy. So, um, look, as for this week, Denver's defense is really good. Oh, and by the way, uh, that that field goal was aided by a very knick-knack, tic-tac, rough-in-the-passer call on Bradley Chubb. Okay, if they're going to be calling that, then the Broncos have no, no chance at all. I mean that that was just I, I I don't I don't even know what you do about that. Like, like Bradley Chubb was like levitating in the air. Like I, I don't get it. Like he he made a good play on Trubisky. They threw the flag on him for some nicky knack tic tac call. Okay, and that's what facilitated the, that game winning field goal. And it's very unfortunate that that happened because the Broncos' defense really played well. Um. I agree with you, Trevor, that Green Bay's offense is really not that impressive to me at all, okay? Aaron Rodgers was like, came out like a house of fire, okay, against the Minnesota Vikings like he normally does, okay? He comes out, and he was throwing darts all over the place, and he, he was doing his thing. He had two touchdowns, the whole thing. Um, they were stuck on 21 points for three and a half quarters, okay? Like Matt LaFleur, do something. Like, 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 stand up, have a backbone, Mac before, and say, "No, man, this is my team." I understand. I understand. You, you, you make thirty-four million dollars. You're MVP, Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP. I understand all that, but no, they hired me to coach you, not the other way around. Okay, so Matt Lafour's got to put his foot down and say, "Look, Aaron, my offense." You run it, okay? Like, you know, because at this rate, Aaron's going to be coaching the team at the end of the year. And, no, and, who, and who's really going to take Matt LaFleur's side? Nobody, okay? So they got to get the, they got to get their acts together. Because, if like, for the first time this decade, Green Bay actually has a defense we're talking about, okay? They actually have a defense that might actually be able to rush the passer. It might actually be able to stop somebody. Well, maybe not Dalvin Cook, but somebody other than him. Um, It's it's a very important game. I think the line's too high, quite frankly. Green Bay should probably be four or five-point favorites. Eight is too many points to lay with them. Um, I'm leaning toward Denver. Because if it's a low-scoring game, Denver could could do it, but I don't know. This game's in Lambeau, so it's, it's kind of hard to bet against Rodgers at home. Anybody got anything to add about that? 
Nope. That's, nope. Why, I, nope. that's, that's why I'm giving nope. Green Bay the edge. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Next game. This game we might have more to talk about here. Atlanta at Indianapolis. That's a really good game, I think. I I didn't think that game was going to be very good once Andrew Luck retired, but, hey, um, seems like a pretty good game. And I'll I'll start with this one and say, boy, isn't Atlanta very glad they have Julio Jones on their team? (laughs) Because... But but what what they what they try they were trying real hard they were trying real hard to get that game up weren't they? Oh, well, reminds me of the Super Bowl. So yeah, what? they were uh, trying to give it up. <laughs> they trying to get the whole game up. It's like wow, like paper mache Carson almost almost pulled it out of his butt again. It's like, are you serious? Are are you kidding? So. No, it, it, it was it was crazy. Julio Jones coming up clutch. Matt Ryan was not impressive to me at all. Two very boneheaded interceptions, one in the red zone, but he had three touchdowns. And the third one, I mean, he took credit for it. He checked out of the play, and they were coming with the blitz. And, yeah, the Joe break screen worked, and it helps that Julio Jones is an absolute freak. Like, the guy is just not human at at all. Like, he's huge. He's big and strong, and he runs by people, and he runs over people. And, like, it's amazing. So, uh, that's something to look forward to. Atlanta's defense did a pretty good job, actually, holding Carson Wentz and the Eagles to what they held him to. And I understand that they were – a mass unit. The Philadelphia is a mass unit right now. I mean, there's just there's 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 nobody playing for them. Honestly, that's any good. Um, so that, that's something to look forward to, uh, to to watching this weekend when you get to that game. But the bottom line to this is Atlanta's got a real shot here if they can get their acts together while Drew Brees is out. For six weeks, they got a real shot to make some noise in the NFC South because, quite frankly, the division is terrible. Okay? They, all the teams aren't very good now. So Atlanta's got a shot to take, it, to take this division over and get the job done. And if they want to do that, it's going to have to start against Jacoby Brissett and the Colts this week. Uh, Mom, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, you spoke a lot about Atlanta, but I'd like to talk a little bit about the Colts. I mean, your your man Jacoby actually is doing very well, and he's actually been a pretty good fill-in for Andrew Luck along the way through Luck's various injuries. Uh, so I think he's got his team on a roll, although I believe I saw that Marlon Mack may or may not play this weekend. That could be uh, something that affects the team. But I like the Colts and how they've been playing. So I believe this is a very good matchup for the Colts. Um, but, yeah, no one can really keep Quintoris in check. I mean, he is just <laughs> hes just phenomenal. I love him. Uh, Muhammad Sanu, also very good. And Calvin Ridley. I mean, Atlanta does have you know, three very good receivers. So the Colts defense will have problems keeping up with them. But I think ultimately – uh, the Colts are a little bit better team than what we've given them credit for, 
And uh, I think they might even go to Atlanta and, and upset them. Mm. What do that you think, games, the, games, the games at home. The, no, no, the games in Indianapolis, oh, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta, oh, Atlanta's okay. going My to bad. Indianapolis. Yep. Oh, oh, well, then definitely I say Atlanta, uh, that Indianapolis will win. Trev? Um, Atlanta is not a very good team. I mean, they got. They, I mean, they they knocked out the entire Eagle offense last week. I yeah, that was back. stunning how they did that. And and the Eagles still almost won. The guy doesn't drop the ball right on the sideline late in the game. The Eagles try to still win the game. The Matt line is definitely taking a step back. I'm not sure. Maybe he's taking too many hits, but he's definitely taking a step back. And and basically, the defense is very. The defense was letting the Eagles get behind them in a two-minute drill. When that, that pass that Carson Wentz threw down the field to Hail Mary, I mean, how do you let the receiver get behind you when you're ahead with two minutes to go? That tells me that they don't have much <sighs> Even the guy running on the sideline, wide open, drops the ball. Yeah. How does he get behind Aguilar, you? Aguilar, yep. Aguilar, how do you – what kind of discipline are you playing on defense? They don't seem like they have – I don't think this guy's a very good coach. I think that's the problem. I don't think he's a very good coach. Now, I don't think Atlanta was lucky to win last week, but they're not going. They're not going to win this week. And the Colts, mm. the Colts were a Super Bowl contender before Andrew Luck retired. So they're a good team. I mean, basically, as long as Brissett doesn't make mistakes, turn the ball over, the Colts can can win nine or ten games. So they have a good team. They have a good team around him. So I say Colts by a couple of touchdowns. Oh, okay. You got something to add, Bob? What, what, what do you think? What do you think about I, that? Well, like, no, I'm like, dang, a couple of touchdowns. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be that wide of a margin, but uh, hmm, I'll be interested to see if it is. So interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I have, I have well, no respect for Atlanta. <laughs> uh, apparently. <laughs> well, and I do think, though, I do believe that um, Dan Quinn will not be there at the, the turn of the um, – after the bye week. I think he might be gone by the bye week if they keep losing. Uh, that, would be, that would be an intelligent move <laughs> by the front <laughs> office. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, look, my, my only thing to add is the Colts are favored by a point and a half. So apparently, Vegas thinks that you know these two, these two teams are very uh, closely, very even. I'm sorry, that's the right word. They're they're very even, and for the most part, they are. But I don't know. A part of me is like. The Eagles really should have won that game, and they probably should have. Um, but, like, Atlanta's defense apparently got after them so much that they knocked out every single good player Philadelphia has. I mean, it, it was amazing. It, it, it was literally amazing watching, like, everyone got hurt from the Eagles. It was crazy. Um, so... Watch out for Atlanta's defensive line. Um, I don't know. And, and also, about just the thing about Indy, Tennessee, 
Tennessee really should have won that ball game. They really, really should have. I mean, it was begging for them to win that game, and they just wouldn't do it. They just wouldn't take the game. I don't understand. Like, the, the Colts were just, like, dying to give the game away. And Marcus Mariota was like, no, nah, I don't want this. I, I don't want this. Y'all can have it. I don't want this. I don't want this game no more. I don't want it. Yeah, y- y'all good. You got it. So, this is a very important matchup. And I, I, I think that's going to be one of the marquee games on the schedule. All right, quick break to tell you that this is the Always 100 Podcast. Live tonight on Blog Talk Radio and blogtalkradio.com. The guest calling number is always open for you at 347-857-4368. Joined by my mom, Mona, and my uncle, Trevor. Uh, and we are in the midst of previewing the marquee matchups this weekend uh, in the National Football League for Week 3. And we are counting you down to Jaguars hosting Tennessee. Uh, that's a big Thursday night matchup. And we are counting you down to that ball game. All right. Next on the schedule, the marquee game of the weekend, bar none. Probably going to get the Jim Nance, Tony Romo treatment again. Baltimore at KC. This game was contested in week 14 last year. Lamar Jackson who couldn't throw back then, really (laughs) showed out for them. Okay, Baltimore had a chance to win this game, and Patrick Mahomes did something that literally no one ever could do, honestly. He he ran on a fourth down play. If you missed it, missed that ball game, he ran across the right side on a fourth down in the fourth quarter, and, I mean, just heaved the ball up, threw it across his body, heaved it up, accurately to Tyreek Hill, who was in between like six or seven white shirts. I, I, I'm not exaggerating that, Bob, right? That was like six Baltimore jerseys around him, right? Like, it, it was it was amazing. Like, and he ended, that, that, that ended up giving Kansas City the ball game. Uh, that day, the Patriots would lose to the Miami Dolphins in the most unbelievable fashion ever. Which then facilitated, oh, yeah. yep. Which yep, that was like December ninth. Yep, it was December ninth, twenty eighteen, and that uh, facilitated Kansas City getting the one seed in the AFC and the AFC championship in their ballpark. And we all know what happened there. But back to the but back to this game, Mom. Starting with you, Baltimore at KC. Who you, uh, what, what's, your, what's your outlook on this game? It's going to be a good offensive game. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I really like Patrick Mahomes. I'm very impressed with the, the new and improved Lamar Jackson. Uh, so I'm thinking this is going to be an excellent game to sit and watch. Uh, that is if I'm not watching – Dallas destroy Miami, but that's a whole other story. Um, so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's all I can say. I'm just ex- too, so excited. I don't even know what to say about it. Although um, Kansas City, I do believe, did lose one of their offensive linemen. So that could be a backstory in the making 
uh, to see how they keep pressure off of Mahomes. Cause he has been getting hit pretty regularly as of recent. So uh, I know he's very mobile and everything, and he can you know, release the ball quickly. But I want to make sure that his team can actually protect him, especially what is, what is the gentleman's name, Quinn? Eric? Um, uh, I, I think he's uh, former number one overall pick, if I'm not mistaken, Eric Fisher. I think it might be his name, Eric Fisher, maybe. Could be. Yeah, but he's out. If not yeah. for, I think he's on IR, so he could be out for the whole year. So hopefully they have a suitable replacement. Uh, some of the pundits around here have speculated that maybe Trent Williams will show up in Kansas City to help protect uh, Mahomes. So we'll see. Uh, but as far as uh, Baltimore is concerned, uh, Lamar Jackson really has not had a real challenge on defense. Kansas City is not really that defense to challenge him, so I think he's going to continue to air it out. Uh, with Mark Ingram there as well, I, I think Baltimore's offense is going to be poised to score a lot of points. So, again, a very enjoyable game I anticipate coming up. All right, Uncle Trevor, what are your thoughts on this game, man? I think Kansas City's defense is doing better this year, really. First two games, they've been been looking better. Teams aren't just running through them like they were last year. And I'm not sure about, I mean, Baltimore actually was pushed to the limit at home by Arizona last week. I I don't know. It's hard hard to really figure. I I guess basically we have to throw out Anybody who plays Miami, you can't really consider that. I guess Baltimore is basically 1-0 right now. We just got you try to disregard the Miami game. Whoever plays Miami, just disregard it. There's going to be like 40 or 50 or 60 or nothing, like playing a, a college team. So, so basically, Baltimore is 1-0. Kansas City is 2-0. Lamar Jackson, you know, he ran the ball well last week. So that's the, that's the fear with him, even if he can't. If he's not connecting, throwing the ball, he can beat you running the ball. So, uh, I can't see Kansas City blowing them out, but I see Kansas City winning. All right. Uh, but, hmm. Look, Bob, you know, you know you're an amazing player, Uncle Trevor. You know you're an amazing player. When a defense who's not very good could hold you scoreless for a quarter, and then in a, and then a, and then another quarter, you come back, you get yourself a Gatorade, you take a deep breath, you suck up the sunshine, and then open up a can of whoop ass. That's what Patrick Mahomes did. Okay, I, I, okay. No, the, the the man was thirteen for nineteen for two. 78 and four touchdowns. Folks, that was just in the second quarter. Yeah, he had to warm up the first quarter, you know, just kind of get acclimated and, you know, then he, yeah, he got off the second quarter. What what, what am I I supposed to do with that? I mean, come on. and, And, boy. My fantasy team is very glad Patrick Mahomes is on my uh, team. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Woo! I got, I got the 
I, I got the everybody talking about, yeah, what, what, where are you going to grab Tom Brady? Hey, the joke's on y'all. I'm trying to win. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, Kansas City's favored by six a and a half hook. points. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I already told you about it. when when the when the uh, uh, KC New England championship game comes. I pick KC to go to the Super Bowl, and and part of this is really contingent upon where Jalen Ramsey goes. Okay, because if Kansas City can get anybody in the world that could cover anyone, I mean this, this secondary is absolutely horrible. Kansas City's defense is still terrible. They, I, they get they get rid of Steve. Uh, um, they get rid of who was that guy? Uh, Bob Sutton, I think was his name, right, Mom? But Bob Sutton was his name. It, yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then you get Steve Spagnuolo, who's a Tom Brady killer and all this crap. Hey, look, hey, look. From what I can tell, Kansas City's defense still can't cover anybody, as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, it, it, it's it's crazy to figure out what's going on here. Look, as for the Baltimore Ravens, really quick. The Baltimore Ravens, Uncle Trevor's right. Look, any team that plays the Miami Dolphins, that you don't count. Your team, that game doesn't count. Okay, Bob? Like, look, when you beat the Dolphins 47-14, to 14, okay, nobody cares. Don't get excited. You're supposed to beat them. No one cares. I'm telling you this now, okay? Like when you know when Zeke Elliott gets off for 175 yards and three touchdowns, Zeke. No one cares. You're supposed to. You know what though? I, I'm I'm a little what? concerned. I don't know if you saw the scroll. Uh, Taco Charlie is going to the Dolphins. So do he's going to he he going to spit on his guts about everything. That our offense does. Mom, excuse me. Charlton. Yeah, yeah. Taco Charlton did exactly what for the Dallas Cowboys. It doesn't matter. You don't know what he's retained in his head that he can actually then go give to the Dolphins to help you know in their what? preparations. You know what? You know what? you're gonna stiff arm this dude into the ground once or twice, and then Taco Charlton will forget everything he ever knows. Okay, he, nobody cares. You're irrelevant, Taco. Taco Charlton, you did nothing for the Dallas Cowboys, okay? Go to the Miami Dolphins or you have a chance to play and make a name for yourself because the Cowboys' defense got really good and you were not really good. So they did the smart thing and got rid of you. Okay, so look, Baltimore is going to make this game interesting, but I, I see Kansas City by a touchdown here. So that means they will cover the six and a half points. All right, let's move to the next ball game here. We're going to the four o'clock games. And by the way, Bob, I, I I agree with you at whatever establishment after my men's football game, uh, I will be sure to for somebody to put me right in front of the Chiefs and the Ravens. I want to sit there and I'm going to watch because I want to see it. It's going to be fantastic. So that that's my game I want to watch this week. Let's go to the late games. We got four late games to talk about here. And Uncle Trevor, we're gonna start with you here. The Houston Texans and the fighting Deshaun Watsons against <laughs> old man Phillip and the still 
uh, the still state snake bit chargers who found a way to lose to the Detroit Lions who aren't very good. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, they, they, did, they didn't just lose. They lost in the most Charger fashion possible. Okay? You missed you miss some kicks. Philip Rivers decided to have a bad day for once. He throws, throws a couple interceptions in the fourth quarter. And Matthew Stafford, doing absolutely nothing the entire day, finds Kenny Galladay on a slant, and that was that. Okay? It's just it, it, it's just unbelievable. So, all right, let's go to Uncle Trevor. What do you think is going to happen between Houston and the Chargers? The Chargers are favored by three. Wow, that's a toss-up. I mean, the Chargers basically are what I thought they were. They have some injuries. They don't have their running back, and the defensive player is out for eight weeks. So that's that's part of what's going on, but they, they really they find ways to lose. They've been doing that the last five to ten years. They're basically, they're basically they're losers is what it basically comes down to. They have talent, but inside, <laughs> internally, they're, they're losers. That's, that's, that's basically their problem, though. And they're at well in front, of, in front of, like, I guess 10,000 fans, 50% for the other team. So I, but even saying that they're still at home, Houston, I guess they're sort of a dome team out in the road. They, um, this is going to be a close game, most likely. Probably come down to a field goal. So that's, that's all I can look at it right now. The only reason I say it's going to be close because the Chargers, they do have talent. They don't have a, the winner's mindset, but they do have talent. So they'll keep it close. Most of the games they lose are relatively close, except for New England last year when New England just humiliated them. And they, they just went up there and quit in front of everybody. <laughs> but, but anyway, oh, no. this will come down to the, oh. to the probably the final possession, oh. in my opinion. All right, Bob, come on, save us. Save us here, Bob. Come on. <laughs> You know, it's hard to follow your uncle sometimes how he says some things. It's just so funny. Like, I, I love it. Because he's so, like, he said it with such a straight face as a matter of, like, just as so a matter of factly. It's like, wow, yeah, you, you guys stink and you're not, and you're losers. Like, all of you. Like, stop. Like, hilarious. So, it's Trevor, are you saying that Philip Rivers has always been a loser or just more, a more recent loser? No. He finds ways to lose, just like the rest of them. They find a different way to lose each week. A big game, they find a, they find a, a different way to lose each, every time. It's, it's pretty sad. Yeah, I mean, I, so. I was shocked that they lost last week. And, you know, I, I really want Anthony Lynn to do well, but he's about to get booted out of there. Because they're, like you said, they're not winning the games they should win. There's no way they should have let Detroit win. I'm sorry. Detroit is horrible. They stink, too. So it's like last week was that who stank more? So apparently it was the Chargers who stank more. You know, and that, that's, that's unacceptable if you're trying to actually be in the, the hunt to potentially go to your first Super Bowl. You can't play like that. You can't be like that. Yes, you know, people are allowed to have off games. 
But then when one person is, like the quarterback, for example, if they're not doing well, you've got to get the rest of the team to rally behind you and lift you up. But that doesn't ever seem to happen. You know, last year, or actually I think two years ago, they had a situation with their kickers were basically helping them to lose the game, you know. And now it's, you know, other reasons. But I, unfortunately I'm thinking Anthony Lynn is going to be out of there pretty soon as well. Probably by the end of this year he'll be gone if they don't at least get to the divisional playoffs this year. So um, back to Houston and uh, the Chargers. Deshaun Watson takes way too many hits. And he puts himself in positions of vulnerability, and he is not going to last a season doing that. He's going to have a major injury if he doesn't watch himself and if he's not protected by his offensive line. I think, what does he have, like, some incredible amount of sacks already this year, right, Trev? Do you know what the number is? I don't know. He, um, I know last year he had, like, like 60-something years. He had 60-something sacks, I know, last year, and I think – He's kind of picking up that pace again this year. Um, yeah. But, they yeah. Did, they I mean, did get a mentioned... tackle. <laughs> they did get a left tackle for Miami. Yeah, Tunsil. Yeah. Miami Tunsil. So, hopefully, you know, he can help out. But, yeah, I, I agree with your point that Watson needs to get rid of that ball faster. I think, I think he's very conflicted back there. Should I pass or should I run? And, and I think that's part of the problem. You know, so we'll see. But I just see on the scroll that he's never faced the Chargers. So, but he has a really high rating against AFC West. So if I'm looking at that on the scroll, I would think that that might lead me to lean towards Houston winning this game. But I do think it's a toss-up because anything can happen. Quinn? Okay. Lot, lot, lot said there. Um, where do I start? Look, by the way, uh, yes, the Chargers are the only team in NFL history to play 16 straight road games. Okay, um, Texans fans are not massive, but there are Texans fans. Like, yes, they exist, people. So they will be in San Diego or wherever, Carson, California. Sorry. This Sunday, this Sunday evening. As for the ball game, Philip Rivers, I, I agree with Trevor. Philip Rivers, you're gonna have to show up at some point, man. I, I mean, dude, you don't get tired of people talking so glowingly about Big Ben and Eli Manning, and you are probably a better than Eli Manning, but people put him ahead of you because he had two of the most improbable runs of all time to gain to gain two Super Bowl championships with the New York Giants, and you have had teams with LaDainian Tomlinson, and you went 14-2 and two one year, and, and you do this, you do that, and all, and all this other stuff. But guess what? When people need you to show up and win something, you don't win nothing. You haven't won a single thing, ever. Like, and you're great like you're a really good player people like watching you like come on man like you're better than this the chargers should be better than this you can't lose to detroit who's horrible okay 
They're not good. Matt, it's, and it's not Matthew Stafford's fault, quite frankly. He's do, he does his job for the most part, okay? They just don't have a lot of talent around them. Like they, they don't have enough talent to compete, and you're losing to the Detroit Lions. And you had 400 yards of offense. 400. Mom, they had 400 yards of offense, and they had 10 points. How does that make any sense to you? Does that make any sense to anyone on the show? Anyone? They are, no. they are losers. They find ways to lose. <laughs> we, we say, not said. They're losers. Move on. <laughs> yes, they're losers. Oh, goodness. Uh, look, I, I, I agree with you guys on the most part. Houston is going to get Deshaun Watson killed if they don't get him some protection. Seriously, this guy is really good. I really enjoyed Deshaun Watson. Truthfully, he, he he's gonna be he's gonna be awesome. But this dude is Black Andrew Luck. Y'all understand that, right? Like y'all y'all understand Deshaun Watson is Andrew Luck except black and younger, and not as good. Like yeah. he's he's a more yeah. fighter yeah. about that. As far he's as, more as far as the injuries are concerned. Yeah, as far as injuries are concerned, that's what I mean. He's more just like Andrew Luck was never in the football. I don't think he was yeah, never I mean, into he was much getting his architecture degree and other yeah, things. Yeah, that's more true. intellectual. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, he he had yeah yeah, but I I really like Deshaun. Believe me, this is not like Deshaun Watson slander. I mean, I just. I really like him, but it's like he's not going to be in the league very long. Even with the rules rigged for quarterbacks, this guy just keeps taking a lot of fits. And, Mom, I was listening to you guys, uh, to you talk, um, you know, a few minutes ago. The only person that got sacked less than Deshaun Watson last year was your guy, Prescott. I know. I know. Deshaun Watson was, was sacked 62 times. 62. 62 times. Like, like that, like, understand how, like, how much that is. And they're not even counting how many times you get hit. They're not counting all that other stuff. It is not a good recipe to have your best, your franchise quarterback, where you're going to have to tear his paper up and give him $150 million, okay, because Deshaun Watson is going to be the franchise quarterback of the Houston Texans if he can stay healthy. Um, bottom line to this game, it's a toss-up. Uh, the Chargers are getting three for home field, if you can call it that. Um, I'm not even sure if it is a home field, but um, we're not gonna. I'm not going to pick this game, but I, I might need to find me a coin down here, Miles, just to flip it, because I, I, I can't tell you who's winning this game. <laughs> All right, Uncle Trevor, we, we are coming to you here. Pittsburgh at San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco. I've been hearing some... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's all you got? Oh, okay. Uh, uh, word. Wait, uh, is, Trevor, that, is that all you got? Where's your whole diatribe on Pittsburgh sucks and they need a clean house? And, I mean, where's all that? Yeah, yeah. You, well, they, they, they self-clean self house. Big Ben self-clean yeah. house. Now, now, Tyler oh. needs to quit. 
You see, well, Big Ben removed himself from the situation by, by, by injuring his elbow. So he self cleaned oh, no. out. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Bob, can you believe that? The biggest That's issue your uncle. right now for the Steelers is can they win more games than Pitt? That's what they need to say. Oh, man. Okay, look. <laughs> look now. I'm fighting words. Oh, that is fantastic. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Oh, uh, Bob, I got. I, I will say. I, I, guess, I don't, I yeah, don't understand the, pick, the trade for the cornerback. I mean, you're trying to take. Neither do I. So, why would you do yeah. a first round pick? You're not, going, you're not going anywhere this year. I don't understand that at all. Oh, okay, so that. was that was that a GM call? Was that a Mike Tomlin call? Who made that call? Mike Tomlin has no say so on, on player personnel. That's, that was all Kevin Colbert and the Rooney's. And why they did it? I guess somebody has told them that this quarterback can be really good and the season can be salvaged. That's the only that's the only thing I can look at. Why they would do something like that. But they're soon going to find out that that's that a bad outlook. But, you know, oh, well. Everyone wow. has hope. Oh, man. Oh, that, no, that, that was great. That was hilarious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I literally, like, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even get the words out of my mouth where it's like, yeah, uh, San Francisco. I, don't even ask me about picking. The 49ers. Like, leave me alone. Like, Honestly, uh, I, I heard I, I heard Uncle Trevor that you were out of the Steelers. I didn't think you were this out of the Steelers. Uh, yeah, I picked Seattle last week on the show. Yeah, well, that was yeah, before they, they uh, Benj- uh, before Ben uh, Roethlisberger got hurt too. Right, exactly. I right. mean, Mason Rudolph right now has confidence, but he did good in college. Once he starts taking these hits in the NFL, we'll see. We'll see what he's made of. And anything can stay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, well, we'll I'm gonna, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go real quick, bro. It's not. It's not much to talk about here. Uh, San Fran's favored by a touchdown. Um, I think that's a fair number because I mean Mason Rudolph's the starting quarterback. The Steelers' defense has been absolutely atrocious. They they can't they couldn't stop anybody. Okay, I mean yeah I understand you're playing Tom Brady and Russell Wilson, two of the all time great quarterbacks in the history of this league. Okay, we understand that. But Pittsburgh, could you at least try? Could you try and stop someone, please? Like try and cover somebody. Like Russell Wilson was doing whatever he wanted to whoever he wanted to do it to in the second half. I mean, understand, Roethlisberger got hurt, and they were leading. Like, and I think the throw he got hurt on, uh, it wasn't a touchdown pass, but it was, you know, it was a good, it was a good ball to Smith Schuster. But I think the corner just rolled him out of bounds there. Um, and speaking of Smith Schuster, he he's got to step it up. So does James Conner. I mean, what what happened to you guys? 
Like, you guys were supposed to be good. I mean, like, I think you guys still are good, but it's like, come on. Like, you got you got it. Y'all are better than this, truthfully. So, uh, the Steelers have a lot have a lot of um, soul searching to do. Um, as for the 49ers, look, Jimmy G must must hear these people saying, "Hey, they about to get rid of you." Hey, they, because he he's been playing. He played pretty good against Cincinnati last week. I'm not going to say he really played all that impressively uh, when it comes to week one against Tampa Bay. So, um, but I, I want Jimmy G to succeed. I really like him. And, you know, he, he was definitely the heir apparent to Tom Brady before uh, Brady had ran him out to San Fran. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, look, my, I, I call it like it is. Of course, yeah, he, <laughs> you know, he he ran him out. He he ran him out because they they knew he knew that if Belichick had his way, he wanted to get rid of Tom Brady, and Tom Brady would probably be the quarterback of the Forty ers right about now if Bill had his way. But he didn't, and now Jimmy G's got a chance to prove that he was worth the money. So, um. Yeah, this game's going to be an easy pick for me. All right, Mom. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think you, your uncle kind of <laughs> laid out everything. I mean, you both did. Uh, I, I don't see Pittsburgh really and truly giving any kind of fight, unfortunately, this week. Uh San Francisco is starting to pull it together because even if Garoppolo doesn't do it, Nick Mullins is there to to lead in the quarterback position. So uh, I would think being at home, San Francisco has uh, an advantage there as well. Pittsburgh is not going to travel well. They still have a lot of injuries. I mean, Connor's hurt and some other people are hurt. So I, I just think it's going to be easily San Francisco. So well, well, I, no. I, I disagree. On, I disagree on one point. Steeler fans will What's travel because you know as well as I do, Bob. You know as oh, no, well as I, I do. Steeler fans, no, I don't mean Steeler fans won't travel. I mean the team itself won't travel well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, no, understood. I'm not. I thought you meant like the fans because you talked about San Francisco was at home. You you realize half the stadium is going to be rooted for the Steelers, right? Even though they know their team yeah. stinks. Like so. Okay. All right. Here we go. Next game. We've got two games here, folks. And, Mom, uh, you'll go last on Rams at Cleveland, give you a chance to get your throwback Thursday, and then uh, we're picking all these games, and then we'll go watch some football here. About 20 minutes away from kickoff, you're listening to the Always 100 podcast live on Block Talk Radio and blocktalkradio.com. Find the show on Apple Podcasts by searching Always 100 Podcast in iTunes, like, subscribe, give us a listen, and see what y'all think. Uh, we appreciate the feedback, and we're trying to make this show the best sports show out there. So, with your help, we can get there. All right, here we go. Seattle, well, the, uh, America's game of the week, you could say. Seattle at, oh, no, Seattle, sorry, hosting the New Orleans Saints. Add the New Orleans Saints without Drew Brees. Um, Seattle's favored by four and a half. Uh, Look, the bottom line to this game is, in my opinion, 
New Orleans ain't going anywhere without Drew Brees. They're, they're just not. I mean, this has nothing to do with Teddy Bridgewater, okay? Like, you're, he, he, he's good. He's okay. Like, the fact that he came back from that ju- just horrific knee injury, okay, is just a testament to what, who Teddy Bridgewater is. I mean, that that is just awesome that he came back to begin with. Yes, he, he, he was thrown in a bad spot, okay? Like, you know, Drew Brees gets hurt. That call, that was a touchdown, folks. That was an 87-yard touchdown. That the refs, once again, the, the refs' incompetence cost the Saints again, okay? Like, that was a touchdown. And believe me, the whole game changed because they, they didn't give them that touchdown, okay? And then to add on to the fact that Drew Brees was hurt, I mean, in that, in that spot, Teddy Bridgewater did the best he could do, you know, but... You're playing against a fully loaded Rams team was just who was better, and you don't have your number one Hall of Fame living legend quarterback. Okay, so that's something to figure out. And despite that, the the trickle down effect was that hey, the Saints defense was on the field all day. Of course, you're going to stink when you're on the field all afternoon long. Okay, so that's something for people to under, to look at from the New Orleans side. Seattle. Russell Wilson is terrific. We already know that. Seattle's defense leaves a lot to be desired as far as I'm concerned. But look, with with Teddy Two Gloves at quarterback, man, I mean we we all we all know who's gonna win this ball game, man. Well we, we all know. Um let's go to Uncle Trevor here. What what do you think? Uh I don't think New Orleans has named a starting quarterback yet, so it might it might be Bridgewater, it might not be, it might be the other guy. No, I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be Taysom Hill, but they have. Yeah, you're right, they have not named it, but I think that's who he's going to go with. Yeah, so I I don't know. New Orleans defense isn't that bad, and you can't. I mean, Seattle looked a, looked a lot better last week because of the, the defense they were going against. This game is going to be going to be close. Seattle doesn't, doesn't blow many teams out. They they start off slow, then they normally turn it up as the game goes goes on. So, I mean, New Orleans, I like this quarterback that they're going to start. It's not Bridgewater. I don't know. I, I don't know much about him. I know he's a good runner. I haven't seen him pass the ball a whole lot, so it's kind of hard to get a feel for how they're going to be in this game. But I don't think it's going to be a Seattle blowout. It's gonna be a, gonna be a lot closer than people think. Hmm. All right, Bob. What, what, what do you think about that? I mean, I don't think it's gonna necessarily be a blowout either. Uh, but I believe that Taysom Hill is going to play, and I think he is a little bit more dynamic than Teddy Bridgewater, a little bit more mobile, things of that nature. But I don't know about his accuracy. I don't know if he's seen enough defenses to really give New Orleans an edge in this game over Russell Wilson. I mean, I don't, I don't see that happening. Uh, so because Russell Wilson is the quarterback on the other side, 
Uh, I think that, you know, he obviously has the edge on the offense. Uh, as far as the defense, I like Cam Jordan and crew for New Orleans. Uh, you've got the the baby Legion of Boom in Seattle. You know, they're still trying to get it together. So I think all in all, if you put out all the elements together, I believe that Seattle is the better team to win uh, this weekend. So I don't think there's really a lot to say. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that Drew Brees, as one of my fantasy quarterbacks, has injured his thumb. Uh, so that was a major, major blow to their season. Uh, and, and it could be enough to really knock them out of the playoffs, unfortunately, because I don't know if they have a – I mean, they have Kamara and whatnot, and they, and they have Michael Thomas. So if you can get the ball to Michael Thomas, you've got a shot. If you can block for Kamara, you have a shot. But I just don't know the psyche of the team if there's enough there for them to overcome losing a leader on the field like Drew Brees. So I'm thinking Seattle's got the edge this week. Look, uh, it, everybody knows what Drew Brees represents. I mean, it's like if the Patriots were to lose Tom Brady for an extended period of time. Like, okay, cool, Jared Stidham. Like, everybody likes you. That's all well and good, but you're not him. You're not Tom Brady. T- Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill, I mean, we appreciate what you bring to the table, but unfortunately, you're not Drew Brees. Uh, you know, that that's that's just the way it is. I mean, you're not like you're just not him. He's a fixture of that city. Like he's not just a fixture of the team. Like he's a fixture of the city of New Orleans. Like with now that Zion Williamson's there, he could take that mantle from him because Zion Williamson is like my age. So he's got a long time to take the mantle from Drew Brees and be the face of that city, but. You know, when you lose people like that, I mean, it's just, you just don't replace that. So, and I, I agree with you, Mo. I mean, they, they really may not make the playoffs. And I really, really like the Saints this year. Uh, but that, that's gonna, it's going to be a fun game. I, I think it's going to be a fun game. Seattle isn't really impressing anybody like that. So, we'll, we'll just we'll just see what they, what they bring to the table. And, um See how it turns out. All right, last game. Here we go. Twenty-two minutes. We got. We'll, we'll be. We'll be real quick on this one. Rams at Cleveland. Look, Rams are favored by three. Here's the deal. Cleveland beat a depleted Jets team. Okay, there's still way too many penalties. From what what I'm seeing, way too many penalties. The Rams beat a Saints team without Drew Brees, but. Uh, Cooper Cup is really, really important to Jared Goff. He's like his BFF almost. So watch that matchup, Cooper Cup against the Browns uh, secondary there. Uh, so that 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 that's what I got to say about the defensive matchup. Jared Goff played pretty well last week. I liked what he brought to the table uh, last week against the Saints. And Aaron Donald is just an absolute freak, just an awesome, awesome player, and he'll be in the uh, lap of Baker Mayfield all night long. Uh, look for the Rams to probably pull this one out, uh, favored by a field goal. Uncle Trevor. Uh, I don't know. Cleveland's at home. 
I mean, the, the beating they put on the Jet quarterback, that was pretty ugly. I don't, I, I don't think Jared Goff will, will fare too well if he gets hit like that. And he'll, he'll turn the ball over quick if, they, if Miles Garrett and his friends start hitting him like they hit the Jets quarterback. So, Cleveland's at home. You know, Baker Mayfield is looking a little shaky the first two games. Maybe he's in a sophomore slump. Could be. So, you think the Rams would win? But, yeah. That's sort of a toss-up, not, not a close game, most likely. That's all I got. All right, Bob. Yep. Bob, uh, finish, finish us off with the game preview segment here and uh, lead us right into Throwback Thursday. So Mayfield, I think, is finally feeling the results of his, you know, running his mouth all daggone offseason, being in people's uh, pocketbooks and wallets and everything else instead of oh, making commercials and whatnot instead of honing his craft. So now, you know, he's like, oh, I'm in the spotlight, and it's shining on him very brightly, and he's not doing what the swag says he should be doing. Okay, so maybe now he's going to settle down and actually be about the game of football and actually go out and play and play well this week. However, I do think – that my H2P friend will be in the backfield of Baker Mayfield all night long wreaking havoc, and I'm going to love it. You know, I think somebody needs to knock a little sense into that Baker Mayfield, and then I think Aaron Donald is just the guy to do it. So uh, they are looking shaky on Cleveland's side. Uh, they do have a lot of weapons, but although I did see that David Njuku has an um, uh, injury, so he may not be playing tight end for them coming up this week. So uh, all together, I think that uh, the Rams offense can do well without Jared Goff really, you know, being on point um, as long as Gurley stays healthy um, and the defense is doing well. I see the Rams actually pulling this out. All right. Well, yeah, you and I agree on this one, but all right, look, well, we, 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 we will – Promise we'll be quick on Throwback Thursday because we want to pick all 16 games before the show is over, and I think we can get it done in 18 minutes and 55 seconds. So lead us right into Throwback Thursday. All righty, the Throwback Thursday game. New England Patriots versus the New York Jets. <laughs> so tell me, Quinn, out of 120 games, who leads the series? Well, uh, obviously it's the Patriots over the last because of the last twenty years. Uh, I'll go. I'll go with New England eighty Jets forty. Trev. Uh, hmm. New England. Okay. So this is where they were in Boston, in the AFL as well. Okay. New England, 58, the Jets. Wow, I can't add. No. Okay, New England, 58. New England, 60, New England, 68, the Jets, 52. Yeah. 52, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. You're close. 65, 54, and 1. So, Patriots do lead that series. 
Uh, All right. So, next question. When was the first game played in this series, and who won? Trev, you go first. Wow. Wouldn't it be 1960? Um, I don't, maybe. Oh, was it 1960? Anyway, um, I have no idea. I guess maybe Boston won. I, that's all I know. Blind guess. All right. Quinn, what's your guess? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, I, I would think it's in the 60s as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the Patriots were any good back then. I think the Jets may have won that ball game. Alrighty. So the first game was played September 17, 1960, which was the first year for both teams as charter members of the American Football League. The Boston Patriots, 28, and the New York Titans, 24. That game was played at the New York Polo Grounds and was led by quarterback Al Doro of the Titans and Butch Songin of the Patriots. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. So, of those two teams, which one has the most AFL championships? Quinn. I'm going to go with the Jets or the Titans. And how many? Oh, I, I, I'll go two or three, maybe. All right. Trev? Uh, I'll go with Boston. I have no idea. <laughs> I just know that right, Jets so only won't. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to say that the uh, AFL was from 1960 to 1969, and the Jets won one AFL championship with the merger happening in 1970. All right. Wow. So, next, how many times did these teams play in the playoffs, and what were the results? Ooh. All right, Trev, wow. you go first. Uh, is this counting AFL? Everything, yes. Nah. Um, wow. Well, the Jets were just bad for decades, so they didn't make the playoffs for, like, decades. <laughs> uh, okay, Jets, Dancy has beat New England once. Yep. Um, hmm. I don't know, maybe... Well, maybe one time. Jets won, Jets won New England none. Okay. Quinn? Yeah, uh, I, I was thinking uh, I, I was thinking about that as well. And the only recent playoff matchup was when Sanchez was actually good and went into Foxborough and beat the Patriots in 2010. Uh, unless I'm missing another one, I think that's it. All right, these two teams played three times in the playoffs. The first time was the AFC wildcard game, December 1985. The Patriots 26, Jets 14, uh, with the Patriots later losing Super Bowl 20 to Chicago Bears. The second time was the AFC divisional playoff in January 2007, with New England winning 37-16. And finally... The Jets 28 and the Pats 21 in the 2011 divisional playoff. And yes, that was Sanchez versus Brady. So, Legendary. New England is up 2 to 1. Yes. So, I got Legendary a couple butt more. fumble. <laughs> I have a couple more 
questions. Okay, what was the significance of the October 29, 1978 game, which was won by New England 55-21? Oh, uh, Trev. Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Well, just tell that right. one. No, nobody okay. knows that. Come on. So, the Jets coach, Walt Michaels, accused the Patriots of deciphering coaching staff signals and possibly given to the Patriots by a rival team. That was a precursor to when the Jets Spygate. Spygate. Yes. So, this whole series had... The Jets were a joke back then, though. The Jets were a joke in 78. No one one took them. Who who cares? New England was good that year, though. New England was good in 78. Okay. Yes, they were. Now, two more questions. What was the significance of the New England 38-3 win on December 30th, 2018? Uh, that t- oh, that that was a that was a milestone win for somebody. I I don't know if it was Brady or not. It might have been the franchise's like 10,000 victory. I, I'm not really sure. It was it was a it was a milestone of sorts. I I can't remember off the top of my head. But, uh, I- I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. All right. New, Eng- <laughs> New England was the first AFL team to win 500 regular season games. Wow! So, wow. This this rivalry has had tampering, illegal videotaping, coaches flipping teams, running back flipping teams, and of course the butt fumble. And that, my friends, is your Throwback Thursday. Oh, that is awesome. Oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. Guys, we're going to have to go pretty quick now. But Bob Satchel, Satchel Young decided that he wanted to chime in. He's at work, and unfortunately he cannot join us for tonight's show. Uh, here's what he told you, told me to tell you. Quote, tell your mom that we'll be back. Just wait on it. We're young and got some things to figure out. That was in regards to the Redskins and Cowboys beat down of last week. He also, Bob, gave us some picks. So, Satchel's picks, Seahawks, Redskins, Browns, 49ers, Chargers, Bucks, Panthers, Eagles, Chiefs, Colts, Bills, Cowboys, and Tennessee tonight. So, Satchel's contribution will be heard on this show. And you can always con- contribute by either texting us directly or by calling in to the call-in number, 347-857-4368. We are live tonight on Block Talk Radio. The 10-minute warning, and it is time for pickup. Woohoo! Hey, can I just say, hey, Satchel, yeah. keep hope alive, baby. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll tell him that. Okay, Uh Kickoff is about to start. Jaguars and Titans. The Jaguars are kicking the Tennessees. The Tennessees getting the ball first. We got ten ten minute warning here, you guys. Let's get it. Pick them. Uncle Trevor was the winner last week because apparently Dad just forgot to put a score down. I mean it, that that was uh, that's unbelievable. Dad <laughs> didn't put a score down and Uncle Trevor won. Uh, by the way, Tennessee. By the way, Jacksonville's getting the ball first. Tennessee is kicking off to ja- to Jacksonville. 
and we're underway on Thursday Night Football. Here we go, guys. I was 8-8, eight and eight, Bob, and you were 8-8 eight and eight too, right? Yeah. All right, we got to do better than this. All right, here we go. Tennessee at Jacksonville. Bob, who you got? Tennessee. Uncle Trevor. Tennessee. Uh, make it a clean uh, make it a clean sweep. Yeah, I'll pick Tennessee minus one and a half. Sunday games. Here we go. Cincinnati at Buffalo. Buffalo favored by six. Uncle Trevor. Buffalo. Ma. Buffalo. Buffalo. And make it three people on a Buffalo. I hope the Buffalo can sustain us all. Okay. Bob, should I even bother asking you? We're not even going to bother talking about Dallas and Dallas hosting Miami. Uh, everyone here is picking Dallas, I can safely assume, correct? Correct. Correct. Correct? Okay. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Bob, I, I saw the scroll on the ESPN. Dallas was favored by 23. Uh, the score mobile has them still at 21 and a half. Either way, you should beat the brakes off him and get better. Denver at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by eight. I got the Packers. Uh, don't want to lay the points, but I got the Packers because Aaron Rodgers is better than Joe Flacco. Bob. Packers. Uncle Trevor. Green Bay. All right. Atlanta at Indy. Indy favored by a point and a half. Mob, who do you have? Indianapolis. Uncle Trevor. Colts. Um. Uh, man, I, this is hard. I, I might change it. I might change it come Sunday morning, but I'll, I'll take Atlanta plus the points. Uh, I'll, t- I'll take Atlanta plus one and a half. Uh, Baltimore at KC. I got KC. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Kansas City. My. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. KC favored by six and a half. All right, Oakland visiting U.S. Bank Field to go visit Kirk Cousins and the Fighting Minnesota Vikings. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uncle Trevor, who do we have? Minnesota. Ma. I don't even know. Um, I'm actually going to pick Oakland, I think. Wow, you're going to pick Oakland plus eight and a half. Okay. Uh, me and Uncle Trevor are on the same side here. I'll pick Minnesota minus the points. Okay, uh, the next game is New England at the Jets. Let's not even waste anyone's time with that. Uh, we all know who's winning that game. Um, Detroit at Philadelphia. Philadelphia favored by six and a half. I'll go with only because paper mache Carson is still standing for now. I'm not sure how long he'll be standing, but he's still standing for now. I'll pick Philadelphia minus six and a half. Uh, Mom, who do you have? Philly. Uncle Trevor. Eagles. Eagles. Uh, by the way, I think uh, the I think Houston. Uh, sorry, not Houston. I think Jacksonville recovered a muff punt here 
Uh, they went three and out here, and I think they recovered a muff punt. Uh, I think it was a hold on Jacksonville, I believe, or hold on Tennessee, so one, one of the two. But I think Jacksonville recovered the fumble after, yep, after 25 on Tennessee, tried to pick the ball up, didn't do a good job, and Jacksonville recovered the football, so they got first down, uh, first and goal here at about the eight-yard line. Okay. Uh, we got we all got Philadelphia here. Four o'clock games. Here we go. Carolina at Arizona as Jacksonville has just scored a touchdown. As Jacksonville has just scored a touchdown. Um, hey, Ma, are we sure Cam Newton's playing? No, we're not. We, I think they haven't decided, but I think it's going to be the backup, Kyle Allen or someone like that, or Kyle Davis. But, yeah, I would go – would say that Cam is out probably this week. All right, Arizona. Arizona minus two and a half. I, I, I'll pick Arizona minus uh, – who do you have? Arizona. I will Trevor. Carolina. Yeah, okay. As long as, Cam, as long as Cam ain't playing. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Wow. Oh, so, so reverse psychology. Wrong. No. Mean. If Cam plays a mean. Mean. Uh-uh. Wow. Oh, Charlie, you, you've been mean to a lot of people, man. The, 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 <laughs> wow. All right. All right, here we go, guys. Four-minute warning. Tampa Bay at uh, ta- Giants, sorry, at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay favored by six and a half. Uncle Trevor, who do you have? Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. This is hard. I, I guess Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh, wow. Tampa. You know what? I'm picking the Giants plus the points. I just don't believe in Tampa. I, I just don't. I don't I believe in James Winston either. I don't believe in James Winston. I'll take the Giants plus six and a half. Houston at the Chargers. The Chargers are favored by three. Ma, who do you have in this game? Houston. Uncle Trevor. Houston. Wow, making a clean sweep. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah I'll, I'll wait. You know what? Yeah, Houston plus three. I'll, I'll take Houston plus the points. Yep, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, Uncle Trevor Denor Denor, uh, we don't even bother asking you. We know you're picking San Francisco. Mom, Mom, who are you picking San Francisco? I am. Make it a clean sweep again. Hey, folks, uh, you would not. All of us are like agreeing a bit too much for my liking. I, I, this is this is weird. All of us are agreeing. Huh. So, okay. Three more games. New Orleans at Seattle. Seattle favored by four and a half. Hey, man, if Drew Brees was there, I picked New Orleans. Since he's not there, Seattle minus. Mom, who do you have? Seattle. And Uncle Trevor. Seattle. All right, Rams at Cleveland Sunday night on NBC. Rams are favored by three. Give me the Rams minus. Uncle Trevor. Cleveland. 
Cleveland plus three. Mom. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Okay. And the Monday night game. Good luck picking this one. The fighting Mitchell Trubisky's at at uh, FedEx Field to face the Washington Redskins. Um, Mom, who do you have in this game? Bears are favored by four and a half. Why are you asking me? You know I can't pick that. Oh, game. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just wasted your breath saying that. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Trevor, who do you have? Oof. I guess I'll pick Chicago. Yeah, and, and yeah, I think just for I think for no reason at all, not because I trust anything about the Chicago Bears offense, I'm, I'm going to pick the Bears because I think they're just better. All right, that, that was Pick'em, and that is the show. Uh, the British lady's back in my ear again, Mom, so that means it's time for us to get on, get on out of here. Uh, let's go watch some football this week. Folks, uh, every Sunday I'll be posting my pick sheet on my social media accounts, uh, Snapchat, BigQuinn28, uh, Instagram underscore TheRealistQ24, if you want to go see that. Also, my Twitter at QMAC24. Uh, go check out the pick sheet. I'm going to post it. Like, comment. Those are my picks. Uh, we will do a better job this, this week. Uh, also starting a men's football league on Sunday, so I'm very excited for that. And uh, just excited to get back to playing a game I love. Uh, it's been way too long. Yeah, it, it's been way too long, and I, I miss it dearly. So we're going to do something about it. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. So, hey, uh, British lady's been in my ear. So time for us to sign off. Always 100 Podcast is off the air. We will see you next Thursday night for week four. Thank y'all so much for listening. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts by searching Always 100 Podcasts. See you next week and enjoy the football.